Welcome to Sleep, Eat, Perform, Repeat with your hosts, David Clancy and Kieran Dunn. This is a podcast about high performance. What we are striving to achieve is to figure out what makes high performing individuals tick, why they do what they do and why they are successful. Enjoy a journey of stories, lessons and learnings. So welcome, everybody. It's great to have you listening again. And we have a special episode. We're going into a season of reflections. And this one is chapter one, relative high performance. Yeah, look, Kiran, I've been sparked to us by a lot of listeners recently. And even a previous guest, we had amazing motivational fellow, the South African shark attack survivor, Paralympic athlete, Caleb Swanepoel. And he was speaking to us last week, wasn't he? He was kind of saying, fellas, you should distill some of these messages and lessons from the pod because you've done a few of them. Yeah, it's always been something we discussed over the last few years. We're using this as a platform to learn. So why haven't we taken the time to do a reflection series? Yeah, look, we've got some great guests coming up, which we'll go into in a couple of minutes. But we figured, why not dig into some of the big concepts? And before we get into that, you know, as Seth Godin once said in the book Tribes, and in fairness, Kiran, you told me about Seth, a group needs only two things to be a tribe, a shared interest. In this case, while you're listening, you want to probably get a little bit better. You're curious about others and really about high performance, but also a way to communicate. And we really hope this medium really helps with that. So what we did, we looked back over the episodes, we dived in, we took some time, we got into our silos, we got into our caves and listened back over all of the episodes we've done, 167 at this stage. So it was a lot of, lot of audio, a lot of listening, but, uh, you know, definitely worth doing. Yeah, so when, when we're looking back, we wanted to pick out some, some gold, some golden nuggets from the episodes. And today we're sharing some of the main reflections around what is relative high performance. We're looking into Irish Olympic legend, Sonia O'Sullivan, and potential future coffee barista. Yeah, and like, that was very funny talking about the coffee <laughs> piece. Look back onto that one, but uh, we kind of unearthed the next career transition, but got Graham Betchard as well. Yeah, mental performance coach, Utah Jazz, spoke to us about Rudy Gobert and being barefoot out on the grass outside of the arena. Unbelievable. Yeah, co-founder of Train the Mind with Steve Guerra, really a man who knows innovation better than most, former NFL coach, CEO of Gaines Group, done loads of work with the, the Dodgers, huge impact, done a lot of work with leaders in performance in the state. So we were really humbled when he came on as well. Yeah, and last one wrapping up this group is someone that you were in contact with for a long time, a performance psychologist and host of the Finding Mastery podcast, one of our favorites. So that was Dr. Michael Gervais. But also you got myself, Kieran, Myself, David. Yeah, the two humble hosts that are kind of, we're going to try to sense make what they're all saying and just give you some of the real tactics, those kind of implementable action points. Because oftentimes people, again, have said to us that the stories are amazing, the lessons are great, but geez, Kieran and Dave, just, just give us some of the stuff we can do tomorrow. We're, we really are going to try to give you that today. So each and every week, we've released an episode now for 167 weeks. Quite a lot. And we kind of, we were trying to figure out, it, it is a really good way of, of giving up great content and building curiosity. But we also figured, as well as all these great guests that we have coming up, it, it would be a real shame if we didn't do something like this. We're going to play clips now from these great guests that we have had on. And we're going to focus it around one of the questions that we ask, and it's the signature question of the show. If you listen, you may know we say that. It's, what does high performance mean to you? So high performance gets used in so many different ways by so many different people to kind of explain their place in the world and, and what they do. You know, because, I mean, I think if you talk to someone, you know, about high performance, who comes from the psychology realm, they immediately identify high performance as being like their domain, right? And if you talk to a sports scientist, they immediately, immediately, you know, say, well, high performance is my domain. 
the thing that's interesting about high performance is that we end up kind of defining it based upon our own viewpoint and, and aperture in which we see the world, right? Whatever the lens we see the world in, we start to identify high performance from that. My definition of high performance, though, I think is is a little bit contrarian to that, where I think people who are truly high performers are people who have fundamental control over who they are as human beings and understand how they're developing themselves to give themselves full agency over whatever it is they want to have full agency over. I see someone who is a, a writer in, uh, you know, I've got a friend of mine who's, who's, a, who's a writer in, in Wyoming, right? And unless you read his books, you've never heard of him. And he lives a very, very simple life. And if you were to ask anyone in sports, is this person a high performer? They would probably say, oh, well, no, it's just, he's, he's an okay middling writer. And he's, those, but it's, he's doing exactly what he wants. I look at, you know, the way that people like really kind of set targets for themselves and the way that people who are like really happy in, in who they are as human beings and they go to work every single day, whatever their job is, doesn't matter what their job is. And they feel like they've done a, a, a job well done. To me, I think you can make a case that that's high performance. I don't know. It's it's hard for me because I, I, I you know, I, I read a lot of books about about the early days of the NASA program here in here in the United States, right? And it's amazing to see the winding routes that a lot of the astronauts kind of got to going on the moon, right, or, or to getting to the moon or going up into space. And and you would say that all of them, if you just asked them blankly, is are those astronauts high performers? You would say yes, but if you go back and you like look at all of their like kind of backgrounds, some of them actually have like the exact opposite backgrounds that you would say is like a high performer inside of inside of sports. So I think high performance actually in the end of the day always comes out comes out to be like defined by whatever the outcome you want as a human being that you've achieved that. That's probably like a, a candy ass answer to a certain degree and a little bit of a softball answer, but I really do probably actually believe that. And mainly because I think everyone just takes the term high performance and kind of just bends it to whatever definition and view of the world that they particularly have at that moment. And I, I know this question because I've, I've heard it many times on the podcast. And every time I hear it, I think, what would I say to that? What, what answer would I give to that? I think high performance is when you set yourself a goal or a target and you do everything you can to achieve that as best you can. High performance can be different for different people. There's high performance going to the Olympics and world championships. And so you really are at the elite end and you do everything you possibly can to be the best that you can. But then there's high performance in a normal person's life might be completing a marathon. And if I'm talking to somebody who's in that, I say, well, the best thing that you can do is to be as prepared as you possibly can so that you can enjoy the experience. I think for me, when you line up for a world championships or an Olympics or, you know, a highly competitive race, if you know that you've prepared as best you can and, you know, you're confident that you're going to be able to go out and run the best race that you can, then you're going to enjoy it. You might be nervous when you're standing on the start line, but as soon as the gun goes off, it's a game. So it's a bit like there's a book, it's called Train Hard, Run Easy. And I would kind of think, well, you train hard and then you play the game. And and it is playing because you're doing what you love to do and you're at a level where you're 
able to compete and keep up at the highest level. So I think, you know, high performance is being as well prepared as you can be to get out and enjoy doing what you most want to do. Really good. For me, I'll say it like this. You have to define what success is for you. Start with that. I was just on a call the other day with a couple billionaires and a couple uh, pro athletes on this call, a mental health call. And it's funny, like billion dollars, it's not going to do anything for you on the inside. It's a novelty and it goes away. And so the whole thing is defining success yourself. And I think when people say, when they hear like, hey, this person's successful, 99% of the time people think, okay, that person's made money. And that's our main drive. Like that's success. I want you to evolve success and look at this, that peak performance to me is how powerful is your presence and what's the impact of your actions? Simple as that. And that all exists right now, right? It exists how we're communicating to each other right now. It's, it exists in what's happening with people listening right now. So more so than a piece of paper that tells you your self-worth is some number that's made up, define success and peak performance as your ability to be present and how potent you are in the present, and then watch the impact of that. That's how I define it. Do you ask that to everyone? I think all but one. I think it was 161, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and we were a bit gutted then with the track record was, and we were like, oh, that's a bit of a blemish. People, will, they won't even notice, <laughs> but we're, we've been doing it for a couple of years now, and that's, that's kind of how we finish, yeah. If we're going to write a book, we'd have to have something that everyone said. That is awesome. Yeah, good. I can't wait to understand your definitions of it. So for me, high performance, let's just take a, let's pull, the, pull it apart a little bit. Performance is the ability to express. And then, so high performance is the ability to express in um, towards mastery. This is why I'm fascinated by the concept. Being able to perform is about expression and being able to perform also has the ability to, to be able to express in a way that the demands, there's a time restricted demanding environment. And so some people call it pressure. Some people call it opportunity. Some people call it challenge. So the idea of high performance is being able to meet the, the challenge and the opportunity at hand in a skillful way and to be able to repeat that and set over uh, multiple conditions. So for me, high performance is, if we're not careful, is a performative aspect of life as opposed to a expression of core principles, of core skills. And so I'm far more interested in uh, the expressive part than the performative part. He was thinking about that last night, Kieran. <laughs> Definitely. That is one of the best we've had. Michael, mine is, and not to play on the raindrop analogy, we're, we're Irish, so we can relate. It's going to be raining in about 10 minutes anyway. And, you know, present, presentness. And you kind of pulled it in earlier, but I've, that's actually leaning into the philosophy that I've unpacked in your course as well. I think being present as a dad, as a husband, as a business partner, as someone speaking on a podcast, writing a blog, if I'm not all in with what I'm doing, treating a patient, then then the work or or whatever that is suffers. So I really feel that that's, that's what high performance is to me, to whatever I'm doing, to be locked in, focused, nothing else matters. That's mm. when I give my best. Mm. That's what it means for me anyway. I, I love that piece from David. So I know that from working together for years, he's always tried to align with that. But I always feel the courage to pursue something that is bigger than you. And that can be a relationship that can be a performance for an elite and a, 
an event that can be a performance for a discussion, a communication, but the courage to pursue excellence in whatever relative field you're chasing and to be able to do that on a consistent basis. And I think sometimes we have to construe it as performing on a consistent basis, but I think showing up and having the courage to put yourself forward and having that authentic approach to knowing what's important relative to yourself is where we get that courage from. It's where we ultimately, I think, find high performance. So that's kind of where it lies for me. I love, I love all of that. So high performance, like if I drill down a little bit more here for you guys, is that the high performance that I'm interested in are the ones that happen on the razor's edge, where you're not quite sure if you have the capabilities to meet the demand. And it, it's in those moments, whatever, rel- that's, but that's a relative state and condition for each person. So high performance at one pass is like, are you the best in the world? Did you get a gold medal? Did you get, are, are you one of them? I'm much more interested in relative high performance. So whatever your relative capacity is, can you be close to it today? Can you be close to it tomorrow? Can you be in striking range again on the third day? And if you if you take it out of the craft nature of it, that's where I start to think about a living masterpiece as the expression of high performance. It's available each day, each moment of every person's life. And it's that artistry of eloquently working with the unfolding, unpredictable present moment. And so that eloquence really springs from at least two sources, which is having that foundational inner skills to be able to create and adjust to the unfolding moment and then mapping that against the first principles that we talked about earlier. You know, it's it's one thing to adjust to the present moment. It's another thing to adjust and at the sacrifice of integrity. And it's yet another and completely different to be able to eloquently adjust in alignment with first principles. And so, you know, a living masterpiece for me is dynamic in nature. It's non-linear, it's multifaceted, it's 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 beautiful in that way. And it, it, it's an experience that is fluid with the unapologetic metronome of the present moment. And that's, for me, that's where I start going, oh man, there's so much potential for, so, for all of us. Are we organizing our, our inner life to run to the edges, to touch that edge where we can be on time with the unapologetic metronome of the present moment and to do it in a way that we're expressing the most that we have in this as a resource base. That's what I'm interested in. So, whoa, great insights. And I mean, we knew about this as we're going back through them and people who listen to the show would know these four have so much to offer in terms of their insights, in terms of life lessons. So if you can take one or two pieces away from that, it's going to improve your life, improve what you do each and every day massively. Yeah, and look, We've been influenced by masters of scale. You know, we were talking about Reed Hoffman. He would often really build on the tactics, the, the key action point. And when we work, we, we always talk about the takeaways, the kind of three key rocks. And, and for us, when we're thinking and reflecting back on to what we've just shared with you, these ones jumped out to us. Yeah, the first one definitely is high performance is not reserved for those in elite sport or business. We often think it is. We often associate it with Manchester United, maybe not this year. But these elite teams, these elite franchises in the US, these elite businesses, Fortune 500 companies. But really, it's in our day-to-day. It's relative to each and every one of us, no matter where we are. I mean, Vince Lombardi once said that quality of each person's life is in direct proportion to their commitment to excellence, regardless of their chosen field of endeavor. And that rings true because 
high performance can be when it's not going it's not going well for you in some aspect of your life and you get up and you show up and you still perform and that might be even just dropping your kids to school but you're still doing that because that's important that you continue to have them processes and achieve them little wins each day yeah i mean a close friend of our show who's done a lot of work with us in the the physio and sports medicine world johnny owns kind of a lot of experience in kind of military and uh, works over in san antonio texas said to us before as well Sometimes it's about showing up and just being excellent, Kieran, in those in those next five or six minutes. It was a big lesson for us when we heard it this year, and I think that in itself really chunks onto that first point you've made. Yeah, but without having a clear path, it's going to be difficult for us to achieve that high performance. We need to know where we're going. So setting a direction is absolutely essential. Goals help us to create a roadmap for where we're going, but we can't rely on them for motivation. We can't rely on them for being the main thing that we're doing. We have to look, as Scott Adams says, look at the process rather than looking at just the goal. So as we don't rock up to a train station and just maybe decide what place we're going to go to, right? We kind of have an idea already before we arrive. And I suppose the, th- the, th- the third big takeaway, really, we can't influence the future without being present today. And I think that's really, really important. It's about impacting and living in this moment right now. Because if you look after right now, it gives you a better chance to look after tomorrow. And I think that really resonates, obviously, with what Graham Betchart said. And also when Mike put, put us on the spot as well. But a lot of the work we do here in Ireland does focus in and around what you can control now. And, and that is your reactions to the present moment. So I think that's a really big takeaway as well. Yeah, we'd love to hear what your takeaways are from these episodes. I mean, any other episodes at all. So reach out to us, get in contact on social media or via the website. But those are the three. So for us, it's really about setting a direction, knowing what actions you need to take each and every day and being high performant, being excellent and consistent in the basics. But also always showing up to that present moment we can't influence the future we can't influence the past we can influence the now but look what's coming up right we we obviously have a couple of these elements these sort of reflection pieces but we've got some great guests coming up over the next two weeks we've got rugby grand slam winner current rfu elite referee joy neville and she'll be really touching on some some excellent insights for us really looking forward to that one yeah we've jack kavanagh who's an absolutely inspiring individual he's a keynote speaker on mental emotional physical well-being and diversity and inclusion as well so he's had a huge story and something we were really looking forward to diving into with jack we've dr eric corum who's a high performance expert based over in the u.s and does a lot of work with nfl athletes he'll have loads to unpack really excited about that one We've got Cody Royal, author of The Tough Stuff and Where Does Won't Go, a coach of head coaches in elite sport. Yeah, that'll be amazing. And, and that should be a live one here in Ireland. So that'll be really special for us. We've also got Fiona Brennan coming up, who's an anxiety expert, hypnotherapist. And she's written an amazing book called The Self-Love Habit. Check it out. Yeah. Finally, in the process, we have Professor Brendan Kelly, who's a psychiatrist in Tala Hospital, who a lot of people would have an, a connection to, be it through family, be it through people they know. So... He's a lecturer in psychiatry in Trinity also, so really going to be interesting, and we're going to mine into the mind and emotional states and social states when we get into that. So look, some really exciting, diverse, eclectic guests coming up, but yeah, these Season of Reflections pieces will really book him those really well, and I mean, we've got live shows just to touch again on Cody Royal, that's going to be here live, supporting good causes as well that are close to heart, we're really excited about that. Yeah, I mean... We thought we talk about doing different things. We want to support good causes. It's something that we're always thinking about. We want to give back. So we're going to try and do something that will give us that platform. We're going to bring people together to learn, but also to support maybe some deserving charities and good causes that we can that are close to heart for us. You know, as Jordan Mulligan once said to us, he's here on earth to inspire change. And we really do genuinely 
hope this podcast today has helped you on your journey yeah thanks again for listening and if there's anything you're learning if there's one thing you're taking away that's going to make this episode this whole show worth it for us too so do let us know if that's the case and thanks very much for listening each and every week thank you for listening to today's episode of sleep eat perform repeat a story of high performance this was brought to you by Howora, a whole person well-being company founded and run from Dublin, Ireland. Find out more at howoralife.com, spelt H-A-U-O-R-A life.com. Please rate, review and share the podcast. Some people want it to happen. Some wish it would happen. Others make it happen. The GOAT, Michael Jordan.